Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, every once in a while, we need to step back and, and read a funny for you. Uh, this comes from Freezing Cold Takes, which is one of my favorite accounts. So mm-hmm. They just go back and they find all this This gets stuff, posted every year now. All the stuff that's wrong. Yeah, this gets posted every year for the For the Win. Mm-hmm. Uh draft breakdown where they had uh, number 10 Patrick Mahomes quarterback Texas Tech grade from the draft a C minus analysis have calling Mahomes a project's a major understatement he's nowhere near ready to play in the NFL and honestly he may never be (laughs) (laughs) between his inconsistent accuracy due to poor mechanics his tendency to bail from clean pockets and his lack of field vision He's going to leave as many big plays on the field as he creates. This was a risky pick. I think the risk paid it's off. so great. You know, I I, so I, I think the risk paid off. Can you turn my computer on, please, JT? Seven seconds, six. They are going to snap it. Mahomes going to roll to his right throws. Touchdown. The Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. Nicole Hardman. As they roll Mahomes right, Nicole Hardman is wide open. And the Chiefs win the Super Bowl back-to-back years. Another heartbreaking loss for Kyle Shanahan. Well, that comes from uh, KNBR, the final call of the Super Bowl from the 49ers. So for the win, I I think it was a risky pick that has paid dividends. (laughs) That's that's pretty good. I don't know about this Apple stock in 1984, right? I I don't know. That's a company I would invest in. I think Travis Kelsey's washed. Thank you, Rob. So now we've entered already the uh, the running back phase of the, the season. <laughs> uh, Chiefs obviously have some work to do. Chris Jones, the biggest of those names. Well, what are you going to do? Right. Had, you know, problems obviously getting him started this season. Can there be a long-term deal? We'll find out. Uh, Adam Schefter was on the McAfee show on ESPN, and he says their goal, the Chiefs, is to run it back personnel-wise. Travis Kelsey says he's coming back now, too, so... Nobody wants to miss out on the fun of trying to defend two straight back-to-back Super Bowl titles. But, yeah, in Chris Jones, by the way, I know he'll want to get paid, of course. But there's certainly a bond there. You can see the way that him and Andy Reid were acting after the game. I don't think he's going to want to leave unless there's some huge difference in offers between Kansas City and somewhere else. And the Chiefs value him. They want him back. So, to me, yeah, they're going to run it back with a lot of this team intact. Okay. A little bit easier said than done on the Chris Jones thing, right? Right. You'd love to say, yes, I I, I want to be here. I think he still has to give something back in order for that to happen. Yeah. Um, has this season changed anything to me about Jones's status? No. Um, 
I still want him back at the Chiefs price at this point. Mm-hmm. I still think he got his best offer from the Chiefs previously. Right. He didn't. Whatever offer he gets now is lesser than what he what they're offering before. I think that's probably where it, where it stands. I don't know that for sure, but that would be my guess. That the best offer he ever received from the Chiefs has already happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now he's going to have to bend. Right. Mahomes and Kelsey have. If that doesn't put a little pressure on you, I don't know what does. Did you mention yesterday that Mahomes is already thinking about restructuring? Yeah. That, that's yeah. The, yeah. Some of the reports are he's going to restructure. He's going to restructure to make sure these guys are here yeah. and we can sign these guys. Mahomes right? and Kelsey have bent. That's some pressure. You want to finish here? It's kind of on you. It is. Yeah, it is. It, it's up to Chris Jones. I'm not saying you take nothing, but is what you get. Go talk to go talk to Tyreek Hill. Right. You reportedly see him quite a bit in Miami, according to Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Ask him how the other half lives. Right. And he'll t- he'll probably tell you, I made hey, a lot of money, but my house burned down. Money's great. But is it? Money's great and all, yeah. but... Now like I got to build a new house, so I'm kind of even. Looks, yeah, yeah. This insurance <laughs> thing's kind of a pain. Yeah, you got a lot of paperwork to do. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even do it. Um, you know, I was a practice. Um, but also, looks like you guys are having fun. Looks like you guys are you guys are obviously winning. Mm-hmm. You won two without me, right? That looks like a, a fun. You really want to give that up? I mean, it's got a pain, Tyreek Hill, to look at that, right, and oh. see the Chiefs have won two Super yeah. Bowls without him. He thought he was all world and important so, to a team. Clearly not. I think he's really good. I think they have other things they have to do. I think it's going to take some, uh, you know, some pliability from from Jones to have it happen. Well, and, yeah. and from what it sounds, what what we have been told, the Chiefs might have to get a little bit creative as well. Right. And, and do, do something some, they've not normally done, which is like give you fake years on a contract, right? And push, push money down the road a little bit. Right. The good news which, is the which, salary cap keeps growing and growing and growing, and there's more and more money in it. But a lot of teams, a lot of teams in the NFL have borrowed against that. Right. They've like ran up credit. Exactly. And then eventually the credit comes due, right? And then, and then you got to call that, Golden Oak. That takes some nuances. Yeah. To be able to do that, the Chiefs haven't ventured down that territory, which I think is is smart, right? We all know mm-hmm. you, get, you get you get kneecapped with credit, can suck, right? Um, so they have largely stayed away from that type of stuff. Are they paying a lot of money? Of course, but the the pushing money down down the line, they have kind of stayed away stayed from stayed away from, and it can it can really bite you if you're not if you're not careful. Yep. So. Ask any team who's paying players that are no longer with the organization. Would you, would you, know? you have to do some of that? To accommodate a Chris Jones and just call it a lifetime deal or right. a, like a like a chief for life, right? Play your whole career, maybe. Yeah, that's probably something that you're going to have to look at doing if you want to keep Chris Jones here. Or, and I think they may be open to that for a guy like Chris Jones, or you right? don't, or, or or you just don't. And again, I will, and I think you probably share this as well. Look at his agent's client list. Well, it's Chris Jones and nobody else. Correct. Apparently, though, I got a picture from a friend of ours who's at the game on Sunday. That guy was sitting with Legarius Sneed's mom, that agent, one of the one of the Dumbledorfs or Bobsy twins or whatever I'm we want to call them. Chris, I don't know. I don't. I I don't know who Sneed. I'd, I'd have to look, but they got no client base. Right, nothing. And and that that's the thing that concerns me and most. How do you get new clients? You sign big deals, right? Will they tell Chris Jones and the truth? Is my question. That, that is that is a little bit of my concern. They will. They will. They lie to Chris Jones and say the Chiefs aren't going to match this or like aren't what interested. Kind of, what kind of press are they going to be putting on? I'm like you're our biggest.
that's the right. end. Right, exactly. And I, this, this is where Chris Jones needs to defend for himself and decide what's most important to him. And if, if it's most important for him to stay in Kansas City and be a chief for life and get the opportunity, like how, how upset is Chris Jones going to be on social media next year if the Chiefs are three-peating and he's sitting in Carolina, you know, uh, lifting weights, getting ready for March, right? Like it's, it's not going to be a good feeling for Chris Jones. And so he has to factor that in. That That's what a lot of folks don't do, you know, in life. They have to factor in how is it going to feel to see my team that I should be on continue to win and I'm not going to be part of that party. It's It would suck for Chris Jones to not be part of what's going on here in Kansas City. I just hope his agents are truthful with him and don't tell him, you know, things that aren't truthful to make him sign the bigger deal instead of coming back to Kansas City. But there is a way to see this happen where they do bring back Legereus Need and Chris Jones. It may take some giving on Chris Jones. It may take some doing things that the Chiefs don't normally do on their side of the things. But there is a pathway to getting this thing done. However, the the other thing is, I, I heard a quote from somebody. At least according, just for two, one second, uh, at least according to last May, um, Snead had a different representation. Okay, so, but the, uh, they signed. He signed something last May. Okay, so I'm but, guessing you probably signed one to go. What's next? Right, right. That's exactly. not the same as Chris's. Right, so, but, we'll but again, that could change. Who no, knows? Course, but yeah. I was just showing the picture that like, somebody oh, no. sent me. I'm like, who is that? Because that's that, the, the that one, Jones agent. That like, one oh. sticks to me though, because like his client base is Chris Jones and a bunch of other guys, and they want to obviously build your business. Right. Makes sense. So you want to build your business on the back of a big contract, right? If Chris doesn't give, doesn't give you that, but, and he wants to do his own thing. Uh, that doesn't help. But also his your business but, is built on reputation too, though, Josh. You got to treat and your clients right. You got to treat yeah, your clients yeah. right. And if Chris Jones signs a deal and then is pissed at them because he didn't get what he wanted here, that he's telling other players not to go with that them, then that doesn't either. help your client base nope. either. So, I. But but on the flip side is he is going to be thirty, and you know where I feel about the thirty-year-old athlete. Once you hit thirty, it is time to move on. There are exceptions to everything. The deal has to be right for the Chiefs, and they will do that. They have shown that they will not get into bad deals, you know, with players. But I I I keep going back to this quote I heard last week from somebody in baseball and it really is a good quote you should never be afraid to move on from your own players you should never be afraid to move on from your own players and that's how you stay on top as an organization you don't sign aging veterans that have names to contracts that they never live up to you don't overspend and let your heart get in the way of your head you have to be able to make that right decision believe that you made that right decision and move on and so far everybody that the Chiefs moved on from they really have haven't needed at all. And and people will look at Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill left. They've won two consecutive Super Bowls. And Trent McDuffie is essentially the direct replacement from Tyree Kill. And Trent McDuffie is an all-pro and one of the best at what he does in the NFL. And I'd rather have him on the roster at that position than a wide receiver. Chris Jones, just one of many things that needs to be addressed. We'll get to that next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown! Kansas City! McCall Hardman! McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side! A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime. Kansas City wins the game 25-22. And the Chiefs' kingdom has started its own history class because for the first time in 6,944 days, there is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion, and it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Champions of Super Bowl 58 on the heels of Super Bowl 57. The Chiefs do it in overtime. Good job by Mitch Holtis on 106.5 The Wolf. I'd have been like 6,900. Did we add the? Did, did anybody count today? Does today count? Oh my God! Did we get it all? <laughs> I'm just saying. But <laughs> he do the math. You've been counting. D- does today count or does it not count? Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh my yeah. gosh! I'd be like, okay, did I did I do the math right on that one? Yep. <laughs> and that was just there. Whatever in a row. Uh, sure we get this right. Ah, right. go with it. Here's an interesting tweet that just came out this morning, Josh, as we talk about the great TV ratings that the Super Bowl had, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this comes from our friend John Arand, who covers sports business and media and all that kind of stuff. New. The NFL is having its lawyers examine its contracts with ESPN and Fox to see if it has an out from the forthcoming sports streaming service that they're putting together. So the NFL is looking at that going, yeah, we're yeah, not. We didn't get our cut. We, we didn't one. get our cut. So uh, sorry, we may be out on that. So you want to talk about the salary cap growing? It's going to grow yeah, even more if they get out of that more, and sell one more thing, sell right? Sell one more thing, yeah. So, so anyway, Jeez. yeah, the, the, the salary cap could continue to grow. But that's yeah. interesting because, you know, with that Fox and ESPN streaming service, which I don't think is very good, I'm not interested in that because it doesn't have what I I want you know I, I don't need 17 NBA and NHL games I want NFL and MLB and that streaming service that combined Fox ESPN streaming service really doesn't offer me what I want in that so I don't feel the need to be paying for something like that and the NFL's looking at it going yeah you're not going to stream our games for free wait <laughs> we gotta we gotta negotiate this first don't hold we? on a second here uh we gonna need some more cash yeah yeah so the uh, the off season is here. We talked about Chris Jones in the last segment. Mm-hmm. I hope. I don't know. Sounds like there's a lot of work to do from each side. I got that as a big question mark. Right. I have planned to be without him. Mm-hmm. If he's back, I'll be ex- super excited. Yeah. Uh, if he's not, I'll figure out. He's, okay. Now what? Right. Uh, Legarius Steen. I want them to get back for sure. Like mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. That's my. That would be my a number one. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff that needs to be addressed this this offseason. And yeah. the good news is we keep telling people, like, along the way this season, yes, they won the Super Bowl, but they're not just going to go, hey, 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 you saw that, right? right. <laughs> they're going to continue to to uh, improve. And so that's what they do. There's a, there's a lot to do. There is. I mean, Mike Tannenbaum, a former NFL general manager now with uh, some other thing, uh, put out a, a list ESPN. of – No, is it ESPN? Well, he does stuff for the 33rd team, I think, too. But, Husband, yeah. perfect father, just asked my two teens, current ESPN insider, former – 
Jets GM, former Miami Dolphins executive vice president. So there he is. Okay. Um, and, he, and he lists the Chiefs offseason priorities. He talks about their key free agents. Chris Jones, obviously, and Legereus Sneed make the top of the list. But here's some other names. McCall Hardman. I don't know that he's a key free agent. Yeah, he caught the winning touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. David Tyree also caught one on his helmet. And you never heard from him again. Like, sometimes you just move on, no. you know, from guys. I don't think McColl's a big priority no, this offseason. I would say no. Uh, Donovan Smith, hey, man, thanks a lot. Appreciate the one year, but I'm going to try to upgrade my left tackle thanks position. For the, the bridge season. Right. Clyde yeah. Edwards-Alaire, probably going to let him go nah. and just find another running back. The Chiefs are really good at that. Uh, Willie Gay Jr. is an interesting one, and Mike Dana. Those are two on the list that I'd like to have back, but if I'm prioritizing, it's Sneed, Jones, and then Mike Dana on that list. I, I think as good as Willie Gay Jr. has been and as much as I like him, I think you can find a linebacker. They proved that with with Drew Tranquil, right? This offseason, Leo Chennault came on. Leo, Leo Chennault was the highest graded player, according to semi-pro football, out of focus in the Super Bowl. Wow. Leo he did, Chennault, he did, he did right? Really good, he did a really good game, man. He really did. Yeah, really played nice. And so you have a game like that, and then you can look at Willie Gay Jr. Like, all right, we'll see you later. You know, maybe we, we've got the in-house guys, or we'll draft somebody. So the three okay. guys that I really want to sign on that list are Sneed, Jones, and Dana in that order. I really like Mike Dana. And I know you're going to burst my bubble on that in a little bit, but he's just one of those glue guys, man. Like all championship teams have those kind of glue guys. And my my father used to tell me the 1960 Yankees had a bench that could have started for any team in Major League Baseball. Right. And that's kind of where the Chiefs are right now. Like Mike Dana could have been a starter for anybody. Willie Gay could start for anybody. Obviously, Legereus and Chris Jones and these guys could start for anybody. But glue guys are like Mike Pinnell, another glue guy that this team had now that they've won two Super Bowls with. And, you know, you're like, who's Mike Pinnell? He just makes plays. And, and Mike Dana was a guy to me who just made plays. And I love having him on this roster. I'm a big fan. But I know he may be a casualty, if you will, of that Super Bowl tax. Yeah, I just I, I saw something yesterday that like put his value at about eight million per. That's a lot. And projected as high as like three at ten per. Right. And I'm like, They've done a good job to me of, of finding rotational defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. You've allocated some draft picks there as well. The two ends are first round picks, right? Felix is going to have to emerge into a new role. Hey, look, he had a huge play. He had right? a huge play. I'm glad they got his feet wet in the, in the, in the postseason. I'm like, yep. Okay, cool. Went and made a play in the Super Bowl. Awesome. Build on that kid. Yeah. Um, you got Karloftis, who's an emerging star. Um, Dana feels pricey to me. He was like, just happened to be one of the guys I saw after the game that was super emotional, like just bawling. And I'm like, was he bawling? Cause this was it. <laughs> I think it's probably all the emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was all the emotion, but he was like overtly crying. And all, all I could think of the back of my mind is like, Hmm, I wonder if he's like, well, I don't know if I'll, this is my team again. You did you do, had, did you do what you normally I, no, do? No, no, no. Do you have a decision to make? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't KU basketball locker room. This one, I left it alone, but I, I just saw him and I, I thought, Hmm, that's something to like think about later. Uh, was he was he one of the ones reflecting like this team will never be together again? Yeah, and he could be one of those guys. Well, on his it, way out. it doesn't matter. This team will never be together again. Yeah, this, yeah. this was Not it. This whole yeah. yeah. Uh, Derek Nottie, I like him too. I like him a lot. The but injury again, doesn't help. You're good at finding rotational linemen. Maybe he comes back cheap. Maybe come like just one of those one year guys that comes back on a nice thing and you can bring him back. I'm all for the one year deals. Like mm-hmm. give me the one year deals. Um, linebackers Willie Gay and Drew Tranquil. I, I compare this a little bit to the Royals, wasn't it? Uh, they had offered two outfielders the same deal. I, well, thought it was I like know Melky. they offered Sweeney and Beltron the same. I thought deal. they did it again later with like Melky and somebody else. Like, and I can't remember the second name, but it was—I swear it was like 
Here's here's one outfield deal we have. Mm-hmm. First one to take it. Actually, Josh, under glass, it was the only deal they had. The, Sheepskate. First one of you to take it's getting it. Yeah. And then we moved on from the other one. Like, we don't even care who it is. Just give me. I, I'm wondering if there'd be something of that ilk. We'd love to have you both back. We can't have you both back. We'll probably have one of you back. Yeah. Who wants to sign? Who wants to talk? Yeah, who, want, who wants to And do I don't this? know. And I don't know what the market for either is going to be. I would think if you watched them play and you're an NFL person, you're like, yeah, both those guys are pretty good. They can help us, blah, blah, blah. They're right. better than what we have. And one of those guys gets a longer-term deal than the Chiefs are looking at. Yeah, maybe. It, it could, again, um, the Super Bowl tax. Another, right? another free agent is going to be Mike Edwards. I mean, where would they have been without having Mike Edwards this year? Let me tell terrific. you something about the defensive backs. And, and, and I've been singing the praises of Dave Merritt, the D-backs coach, for the last couple of weeks. That guy deserves a huge freaking raise. I mean, look at it didn't matter what defensive back came in, Josh. They were all good yeah, there I was know. never a drop off. I mean, when you look at that safety position, and at one point in time, you have Dion Bush making an interception in the playoffs because that's where you are on the depth chart, and he goes out there and makes an interception in a playoff game. That tells you how good Dave Merritt is as a as an assistant coach with this team. But so, you're good at finding you're good at finding the next. I mean, Mike Edwards is your third yeah. safety this year. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, they do a great job of that. Yeah. Like, Once okay. Brian Cook went down, you lose a starting safety. Like, oh no, yeah. and then Mike Edwards steps in, and then Dion Bush steps in, and then Dion Branch steps in. I and Bush is a Sanders too, but like you're you're good at doing that. I've seen you do that. So like, right. there's not an imperative to get that guy if it's going to cost you more. You go find that next one. That's of those exactly guys. You guys right. Are really good at that. Um, text line points out was a Frenchie. Might have been Melky and Frenchie. But they both were here though. Uh, the 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 return. I think they were both here for a stretch, but I think there was a time where they were both like free agents, and they. Oh, I swear I, that they. I, I, I don't remember now. It might be might be my brain working weird. I swear there was almost like a. We got one mm-hmm. who, who wants it, and the other one got something else and walked. Right, which would have been milky. Um, so that's kind of the defensive side of things. Again, we love them all, but there's a price, and also you've proven you're very good at finding those <laughs> those guys that, that are currently yeah. in those spots. I would just be like, well, we're tasked with doing it again, guys. Like draft uh, undrafted free agents, uh, under the radar free agents. This is why you get this paid is, the this big is, bucks. This is, this is what we do. We, this, this we, is where Brett Feach we, we makes grind, his money. We grind it out and move. So I don't know. We'll look at the offense as well coming up. And uh, we'll play a little uh, contender or pretender offseason style next. So now to try the PAT will be Jake Moody to try to put San Francisco back up by four points. The kick is blocked. The kick is blocked. This could be advanced. The... PAT is blocked by Kansas City big because it keeps it at three points and a field goal could tie the game. Shamari Connor covered the football and no chance to advance the missed PAT. We can keep that music. That's fine. Traffic music's cool. <laughs> JT. <laughs> Hey, it's music, music, music. Music matters, we got man. The, uh, the highlights, which is what we're looking for. I got the Highway to Hell music instrumental with ACDC with the ready to go. The highway traffic is like right. going all the way. Uh, yeah, Dale Giorno's on top of it. He's going to be all, right. all confused tomorrow with the parade and everything that's going on, all right? Yeah. Right. Uh, highlights, of course, on 106.5 The Wolf from uh, from the game on Sunday. Uh, Dana Hughes. Normally joins us at this time every every Tuesday. He remains in Vegas for an extra day. I'm on he's the bye. Just, he's just been on a sabbatical. Yeah, he's been gone he for a left week. Early. He's staying yeah. late. How could you stay like eight days in Vegas? Like a weekend is plenty in Danan Las Vegas, has right? Been busy. Damon's so. out there living life. Yeah, probably playing golf today would be my guess. How many but, shrimp did he eat at the buffet uh, this he, week? God, he, he's going to join us tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> he, I said, I said, when are you get back, and he's like, uh, um. 
late Tuesday night. And I go, and I didn't even ask. I said, why don't we just talk to you on Wednesday? He goes, yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course <laughs> we'll do that, man. Yeah. Of course, you're winning the Super Bowl. 5.30 in the morning in, in Vegas. So yeah. he's going to join us tomorrow at 7.30. Uh, mm-hmm. Coming up today, the Royals are actually going to uh, reveal their plans. That's right. Some of you can say, finally, we're in that camp. Like, yes, finally. finally. Tell everybody. <laughs> where's it going to be? What you can do? They, uh, they, they have a Hi, two- we want you to pay for this. What is it? We don't know yet, That's but we two- want you to pay for <laughs> it. We got a 2.30 uh, news conference today. So keep it locked right here on 610 Sports Radio for all the details. But uh, they're finally going to kind of lay everything out. All right. Are the uh, Chiefs going to lay out their plan, too? Because as far as I'm concerned, they, they're looking for Jackson County to pay for an entertainment district where Kauffman Stadium is. That That's kind of what, what I'm feeling that the Chiefs and a couple of like, the Chiefs stadium No, they're going to tell you there's a parade tomorrow. Right, yeah. And we're the defending Super Bowl champs. So, that yeah. they're but but they, they got to announce what they're going to do, too. I mean, they, they do. Yeah, they, yeah. They, and it better happen sooner rather than later with all this stuff. But this is the perfect day for the Royals to do it. They should have done it a year ago at this time. But here we sit. So this is the perfect day. You don't get in the way of yesterday you don't get in the way of tomorrow spring training also starts tomorrow so this is the last day a lot of folks are going to be around to to make this announcement and i have not heard anything 100 percent official yet but the word that i'm kind of getting and, and start that i'm trying to get is that uh it's going to be the star site and the plan that i heard last night from somebody in the know and again this isn't 100 official but I, I i feel like this could be what they're looking at the 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 word that i'm hearing is the stadium at the star site and then building an entertainment district that basically ties in the stadium to 18th and Vine and building an entertainment district that spreads east, helping that part of the city grow, make it walkable, if you will, from downtown to 18th and Vine because it's not walkable right now. It's too far. But if you put bars and, you know, do it like a pub crawl, you can, you know, makes it a lot easier to get to 18th and Vine. So I like the fact that we're tying in 18th and Vine to the downtown area, the historic Negro Leagues Baseball Museum and the Paseo YMCA, all of that stuff that is so important to the history of America kind of being tied into to downtown with baseball, which gives me goosebumps just to think about. We're going to tie our new baseball stadium potentially into the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. And yesterday was the anniversary of the Negro Leagues, you know, uh, being founded back in 1920. And so we've got all this good stuff and good sense energy going on and you know for years it was going to be the the east village site but i'm told the city didn't want it there because it would be direct competition with power and light and you know they're probably losing their tail on that right now. so they didn't want to be you know they didn't want to be uh, competitive with with that so this is going to be instead of going north of it as an entertainment district it's going to go east and you're still going to have kind of that crossroads area you're going to go east a little bit tie in potentially 18th and vine that sounds like a plan that i i really like because there's community benefits there it it, it, it spruces up a part of the city that where there's not much going on right now right once you get kind of past that until you get to 18th and vine there's a whole lot of nothing down there. So you're going to re regenerate an area that needs it. You're going to bring an entertainment district to that part of town. That's going to be a lot of fun and a brand new baseball stadium. So I'm looking forward to hearing those plans coming up today at two 30 uh, that they're going to officially announce all that. But you know, hindsight being 2020, I wish this was a year ago and they let people know what they wanted to do. And maybe we wouldn't have had this ugly fight and, and, and Frank white becoming a heel in all of this for everybody, you know, uh, but they didn't know what they wanted to do. So <laughs> here we here. here. Here we are. Let's play a little contender pretender. Who you rolling with? A contender or pretender? I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum. It's contender or pretender on Fesco in this the morning. Or that. This or that.
this or that. All right, let's do a little contender pretender for those that weren't in the mix. Okay. That weren't in the mix mix, I should say. Mm-hmm. Because I think uh, I think the Chiefs are obviously very much contender. Contender. I yeah. think the I think the Niners are definitely a contender. Do they need to get over the hump when they get there? Yeah, yeah but yeah. not at our expense. But who's the who's the um, team in the NFC right now that you're looking at as a direct competitor to San Francisco? I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia right now. Like, if you're a betting guy, how can you look at Philadelphia? And go, oh, they're going to be fine. They've changed coordinators for the second consecutive season, right? Do we have that Andy Reid um, explaining the play sound to Peter King? Because I talk all the time about how you ruin quarterbacks by changing coordinators. When you hear Andy Reid explain this play to Peter King, you're not going to know what the hell he's talking about, right? Imagine being a quarterback every year, having a new coordinator and changing the language all the time. You'll have no idea, you know, what's being said. And that's why a lot of quarterbacks fail. So Jalen Hurts now is going to have his third offensive coordinator in three years. So Eagles contender, pretender. I'm going to say pretender right now. I, I don't know. Don't, uh, I just think, man, if you don't hold that thing together, Philly, somehow, some way. Right. The, the what might have been's will be daunting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good team. Right. It's a good core. You know, right. if you if this thing, you know, Jason's done and. You're not, still not sure about the quarterback, and you're messing with coordinators, as you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that you're gonna you're gonna have let one get away. That'll be a big disappointment of a team that got there and then never got back, right? Kind of thing. So, Correct. But at this stage, I still think they're going to be a contender in the NFC. Yeah, I, I think but, they're going to be around because you look at their division: Dallas, Washington, Giants. Like Philadelphia is still going to have a really nice opportunity to win that division. Dallas is so funny. Did you? I, I doubt you guys saw this, but uh, Demarcus Lawrence, their defense alignment, was on first take a couple days ago on ESPN, and they asked him, uh, "Why do you think uh, you guys got knocked out in the first round?" His answer was, "Oh, we were just tired, and we 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 just couldn't make it through the whole game." Like that—that's on coaching right there. If anything, like, and you kept your coach around for another year. Yeah, well, and and that also shows you why the hard training camps pay dividends Pretender, for the Chiefs. Pretender, Dallas. Yeah, pretender. Uh, <laughs> Always a pretender. Uh, the Lions. Uh, you know what? I think they're I think they're a contender right now. It's going to be really interesting to see how though they recover from blowing a 17 point lead in the second half of the NFC Championship game. Those are tough to overcome, and a lot of times you see these teams with these big leads that blow them never bounce back. So I'm going to say a contender contender right now but it could go south really fast there in detroit i think contender uh, i'm interested to see what they're draft they drafted so well last year they yeah, hit on they, they did, hit yeah. on their draft last year can they do that again and supplement what they're doing and mm-hmm. it was last year kind of a jumping off point so i think as of now contender but i think you could make a very easy case for that's one that goes again right golf turns into the pumpkin i don't right. know you don't know and then you're in, then you're in some major trouble mm-hmm. right so um but i think contender as of now but why do we keep saying golf is going to turn into a pumpkin he led the rams to a super bowl and he took the lions <laughs> to like an nfc but championship like that, game nah, right i don't know that i don't know but maybe, am yeah. i wrong saying that like everybody think, just hates jared goff I think and he, he does have to he will get his due he'll be like stafford he'll get his due when they win yeah i guess and until then you're like you kind of made up your mind about it and his name is golf and you're like golf yeah, it's boring it's you might as well yeah. be like a Chad Goff. Yeah, Goff. You know, just kind of boring. Goff off. You know, it's it's just like a name of Goff. Uh, Texans contender, pretender. You know where I stand on that one. Let's go. They're winning that division again, and they're going to the playoffs, and they're going to win a playoff game this Mm. year. So Texans are a definite contender. They're in the AFC, so no. Oh. <laughs> All Everybody in the AFC is technically a pretender, a pretender but getting, I, I think I think Houston's going to be good again. Getting a yeah. chance. And the Browns. Contender or pretender? You're asking me that? It's a pretender. I heard Miles Garrett said if we didn't have injuries, we'd be a Super Bowl team. No, Stop. you wouldn't. 
You don't even have a quarterback. You got to get a guy who was playing soccer with his kids to be your quarterback. Who is your quarterback? And if you're going to tell me Deshaun I mean, Watson, find that guy stinks. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. I think it's Deshaun Watson. Huh. You're you're bringing it back with Deshaun Watson again. Who okay. Didn't, who didn't lead you to where you needed to go? Some other guy did. Right. But you're going to go back to that. You're going to go back to that guy. I feel like they missed their year. Yes, I, sure. I think they did too. I think they did. So See I will say, I will say, and they're in the FC. So right. I will go uh, pretender on that one. An interesting tweet we need to get to that I guess needed to be said. Uh, we'll hear it next. Everybody, 5.50 to go in the game. Placement down by Townsend. And the kick is good. Game tied at 16. Butker now with an eighth field goal in Super Bowl history. That is a career NFL record of eight made field goals in a Super Bowl. Harrison Butker. Think about that one, too. Mitch holds us on the call, 106.5 The Wolf. Yeah. With Butker, he's in the all-time kicking greats in the postseason. So somebody came up to uh, me. The... uh, the Vinatieri's and the... You he's know, better than that. You know, well, you could say that, but yeah. I'm saying those are the ilk. I mean, he he's like in Jan Stenerud category right now, like Hall of Fame like all kicker, the, right? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, well, had Mason Crosby actually gotten... I mean, he was you know, yeah. kick, kick forever in Green Bay, one of the be- best kickers in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't have the postseason numbers. Nope. Because they they Aaron Rodgers can't play in the postseason. They didn't have great postseasons, yeah. but uh, like, he's among the elite kickers of all time in the postseason he, he I mean, he's unbelievable crazy. so i had a guy come up to me at the j yesterday and uh actually a lot were wanting to talk about the super bowl yesterday which is you know shockingly people want to talk about the super bowl right and and this guy is, is he like a huge baseball fan retired guy and you know just loves the game of baseball and he comes up to me he goes i, I gotta i gotta take for you that's not going to be popular he goes you know who should be mvp of the super bowl who should have been mvp i'm like who do you think? He goes, well, it's Harrison Butker. And I go, I totally agree with you. He, he should have been the MVP, could have been the MVP. And I said, I'll go one step further. And this is, I'm sure I'll get an eye roll from you, but think about it. Nobody is better at their job in sports today than Harrison Butker. Yeah, right there. There's oh, the yeah, eye roll, just, right? Yeah, I just did it for you, just for you. The, yeah. the fact, the only person that I can recall being as good or better at their sports job, Mariana Rivera, right? And that guy was as automatic as it comes. I can I can think of one big moment where Mariano Rivera failed, and that was the 0-1 World Series where they allowed the Diamondbacks to win, and Mariano Rivera got, gave up a squibber up the middle off the end of the bat or whatever it was, right? So Mariano Rivera was automatic. Automatic. You knew when he came into the game it was over. Find me somebody better in sports today at what they do than what Harrison Butker was this year. There's nobody better in professional sports at their job than Harrison Butker. And that includes Patrick Mahomes because he makes mistakes. He throws Harrison Butker is like perfect. And there's nobody else in professional been, sports. So money. That's per- like we can talk about him now. It's okay, right, yeah, to have yeah, these yeah, conversations because yeah, yeah. the season's over. But there's nobody better in professional sports at what they do for a living than Harrison Butker. When uh, when uh, Moody from San Francisco kicked what was the longest yeah. field goal through I was pissed. I'm I like, know. Wait Harrison Butker territory you're talking. So, so, so that glad, record lasted like 30 years, I was, right? I was glad. I was glad he got a chance to break it. Then, no, he's been right. He's been uh, absolutely automatic. But yeah, part of that one is you. You just don't want to talk during the no hitter. Yeah, exactly. Just all he's, season. He's like, just tremendous. He's been. He's had a really, really good season. Right. So. Somebody says Butker is even better than Justin Tucker. What what big kick has Justin Tucker ever made in his career? Yeah, because he couldn't make the one that where he put the ball in the goal line in the middle of the Chiefs warm right. ups. He yeah, couldn't, couldn't make that one. Right. They weren't even allowed to kick it. What big kick has Justin Tucker ever made? 
Well, he did make all of them, but yeah, I don't know. But I mean, he's never made a big one. We don't know if he's a clutch kicker. We know that Harrison Butker is on multiple occasions. Two straight Super Bowls were Harrison Butker. I remember him winning one, yeah, Yeah. last year, yeah. Yeah. So, until Justin Tucker shows me in a big moment. He's really, really good. I just don't want to, yeah, I just didn't want to talk about it for the longest time. Because I was like, just shh, 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 shh. If you jinx him for next season, I swear. I did talk to him after the Super Bowl. We played that yesterday. You can check that out, 610sports.com uh-huh. or the Odyssey app. Played it yesterday on the show. But, yeah, it was like I just did, I just wanted to avoid him till the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just, you just keep doing you. Yeah. From the my nine. Own, my own personal worry. From the 913, remember, half the town wanted to cut him last year. Yeah. I mean, he that guy battled through injury last year. And I remember talking to some people about it. They're like, would you just shut up? He's hurt. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, he got hurt on that first game on that bad grass. Yeah, yep, you ever yep. got hurt on bad grass yeah, before? You yeah. saw that linebacker couldn't Oof, run onto the field. Are we sucked. blaming the turf for that? We they haven't, but oof. is that is that coming? Is that's that is that happening? You know that way. I mean, what, I mean, you blow your Achilles running onto the field after a punt, after a change of possession. Oh my god! Stinks, stinks, stinks. All right, uh, I guess it needed to be said. What did? Uh, this was a tweet from someone named Zaza Man. Because mm-hmm. why, right, why right. wouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill missed out on two Super Bowls because he wanted to play with Tua. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's, yeah. That's... Way to go, Zaza, man. To which uh, Tyreek Hill did quote tweet. Oh, good. Even though the guy did not. He did not tag Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek's sitting around searching his name on Twitter. That would be. If the, that isn't narcissistic, I don't know what is. That would be the inference I would take out of this one. Right. Yes, you talk about say, narcissism. It did not say at Cheetah. Missed nope. out and it said Tyreek Hill. So searching his own name, but right. whatever. Um, you got to have some loser in you to do something like that. Just, Seriously, just, like you got problems. Well, you're just, you're, you're in your feelings, mm-hmm. I guess. We, uh, we living our best life in Miami also, he says. Don't worry, our time coming. Is he coming back here or something? You don't even have a house in Miami. To which somebody said, bro, you're like 50 million over the cap. Your time's not coming. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and you also have Tua as your quarterback right now. But it, it raises to me an interesting question. And then he does, Tyree Coco does say, why am I catching strays right now? <laughs> which is great. Yeah, well, well I mean, you, you put not. yourself, you're not. You you're, weren't. You're not until you've searched your name. Yeah, yeah you could have left it alone and not thought anything. When is there? T- so is it our time in Miami? I hope not. That's not what you want to do. Um, I mean, I, as a slogan, I don't think I'd probably do that if I were no, you. And you're I'd, also in the AFC. Yeah, right. That's the other thing. You're in the AFC. And but you still have the Bills. You, what, you still have the Bills to deal with. Yeah. In division. And, and, the, and the Jets. I heard they're going to get Grandpa Simpson back to be their quarterback. I remember when also, I was thrown no, no. to the tight end. The best Jets story is they're going to make it all better. They're like, changing their uniforms. Their uniforms. Yeah, that's the best decision they've made in 50 years. Yeah. They're keeping the throwbacks as their real uniforms, yeah. which is so wonderful. Changing uniforms, because you know what happens when you change uniforms? You sell more jerseys. Yeah, I, 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 that's, yeah. that's the only. That's the only. Yep. I feel like since they didn't change anything else, they're like, well, I'm just changing jerseys and see what that helps our luck. Right. Okay, good for you. Right. So they're living their best life in Miami. Also, don't worry. Our time is coming. Okay. Hmm. So so you're looking at the Dolphins as a legit contender, Tyreek? Fine. You played two games against the Super Bowl champs this year, and you had one play in eight quarters. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I, am I right? They had one play in eight quarters against the Chiefs this year. So I don't know where you think you're going to be a contender, but it, it remains to be. Who is the legit contender going into next season? I think with Joe Burrow back and healthy at Cincinnati again, that's where I look. But they could face some big changes this offseason with T. Higgins, you know, coming to Kansas City and whatnot. So 
Is Cincinnati that team? I think it is. I, I, I think Joe Burrow is the closest to Patrick Mahomes. He's the only cat that can beat him. And I, so, I love saying that the the uh, wide receiver to Kansas City, too, I think it's funny that it's taken on kind of a life. It's just funny. Which, everybody's like, he's coming to Kansas T. City. T. Higgins? Yeah. yeah right. I don't might know. as well, yeah. I don't know that he is. I don't know if they're going to be yeah. able to get that one done. But I, it's just funny needling Cincinnati like that, isn't it? It's just it, I do I do appreciate that one. So, no, I, I think, I think uh, you know, the the injury Burrow had, you're like, yeah, he's coming back. He'll right. be fine. Like, almost like, you know what I mean? Like, right. There's no worry of, oh, he has to play back from that. It might take that, 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 that. No, he's going to come back and pick up where he left off. So, yeah, I think Cincinnati's probably the the best team. I'm still not riding off, riding off the Bills because they did kind of back things up this year. Right. And then uh, I do think, I think, do you think the Ravens? I think the Ravens are always, you know, going to have a shot to be there. So yeah. I think, the, I think the Ravens are still probably the, the top one, but I think Cincinnati's the one you fear the most because they, they have got you. Yep, they have. They're, they're, the, they're ones. the only ones that can have a, a little bit of, 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 of actual meaningful scoreboard on you. And, and you don't think that Joe Burrow's kind of pulling like a Steve Buscemi from Billy Madison going over that list after the Super Bowl going, all right, all these people count us out. Let's go. And like, I, I feel like Joe Burrow's going to be ready to roll next And year. I don't know that he preoccupies himself with this, but if you're any other quarterback in the AFC of this particular, yeah, I got to get mine. Yeah, got to get yours. How are you going to do this it? This dude's got three. Yeah. And this cat I'm chasing right here's got three, man. Right. And, and so I'm supposed to go out there and give it a shot. I'm going to send somebody home today on the text line because the 913 texted, and th- this is absolutely the way to do it. If any team wants to beat the Chiefs, they better hire Spags on their defense. Even then, I wouldn't bet against us. But Spags is the only guy in NFL history that shuts down everybody. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You think Spags finally is like, I'm looking for one more challenge in my life. Yeah. Turn around. We go to Cincinnati and try to beat Patrick. <laughs> try to beat Patrick. <laughs> what if he did, though? I mean, like, he could just go scoreboard. Yeah. Like, Spags beats Patrick as the Cincinnati yeah. defensive coordinator in the AFC Championship game. I think right? he's just fine being on Patrick's I, he's side. He's fine. That would be yeah, my he guess. doesn't want to do that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.